0: Black Lives Matter has made many people take a step back and evaluate their actions and impact on the community. In South Africa, we have noticed for years that many big brands are not using diversity in their marketing. Also, because the top leadership in the company is not diverse. We chat to Adi and Nishita who brought this up on social media. But it was not the first time I came across this conversation. Yet, I still see the problem exists. Nishita, you wrote an extremely long post on Instagram that caused a bit of a stir, but also made people ask themselves, why didn't I notice this earlier? Nishita, let's start with you, since you wrote this really long essay on Instagram, and we know <laughs> what brands are doing. But why do you think brands have not realized what they're doing is wrong? Um, First of all, thank you for having
1: me, Shanae. I'm really excited about this. My two favorite ladies in one place. Um, Basically, what what has happened that evening was um, I spoke to a friend of mine, which was A.D. that evening, and we actually sparked this conversation. So to get back to what you were actually saying now is, I think, like I told Aidy and like I told many of the ladies on the live, we have never, we've always had our blinkers on. It's something that we were conformed to. It's some, It's somehow we were raised in a sense of, When you see this perfect family and when you see the perfect picture, it's always the white picket fence family standing there with their blue eyes and their blonde hair and the husband with Mm -hmm. the sleek, laid-back look type of thing. So that is basically how we were. I think it's basically how it all comes down to how we were raised and what we were taught and what social media and how the media has (laughs) influenced us. So we can't necessarily put that down on the brands, but it's like we woke up one day and then we just saw all of this going south. Like it was something I never I promise you I never ever looked at it. I've never ever gone onto social media mm-hmm. and went on a specific brand's platform and actually saw this. I've been on platforms all the time. I go onto the to go check out the cute apparel, to check out the cute toys, but it was never something that I looked out for and the whole Black Lives Matter and the whole controversy around that happened that mm-hmm. I actually went out and purposely went to go and look for children of color. So I guess that's where it all sparked down to. And I guess brands were went to wear that that, was, that is actually what people were looking for. matter happened, shall I say it like that?
0: Adi, let's touch with you on this. Why do you think brands have not realized what they're doing is wrong?
2: I'm going to agree with Nishita and what she said is that no one really knew otherwise, but I'm also going to be brutally honest and say that from what I've seen, it is because people are too scared to speak up and let their concerns be known. Um, if you are a parent and the way you are raising your child um is maybe how do i say this maybe there are issues around it and your your parent as the grandparent steps in and says hey listen love this isn't um, very kosher the way you are maybe disciplining your child you know perhaps try looking at something else there are no grandparents in the in the corporate world or, or how do i say this um there are no critics that are speaking up courageously and saying to consumers that what they feel that the consumer I'm uh, sorry, not consumers, there are no consumers that are speaking up to the um to the brands and the companies and telling them that what they are doing makes them feel a certain type of way. And I think therefore the brands don't realize that they do what they're doing is wrong because no one is 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 sharing their their concerns or their irritations or their um um, the disappointment in the culture of that company or the, or the brand or the business. So, um, yeah, it is a case of us not having really found an issue before, but I do think that, um, I know maybe I'm touching off topic, but I do think that the issue at hand is not new. So it shouldn't have been something that just sparked up suddenly. I'm sure that over the years, there have been lots of people that have been um, that have had issues, but they just don't speak up. Be it, why are they getting served cold food in a restaurant? Be it, why must they stand in that line and not this line? You know, there's been issues with the way brands treat people and companies treat people for years. I just feel... It's not been spoken up with courage enough and therefore brands don't know what they're doing is wrong because no one is saying, hey, this bothers me.
0: Nishita, why do you think diversity is so important in marketing in 2020? Okay, so,
1: I definitely feel that it's thing of utmost importance to me for kids in this world and I'm ready A multi-racial family. I have an 11-year-old son who is biologically white by his father, and then I have a with man of color, which is and my 11-year-old has very fair skin and very light hair, and then I have a seven-year-old which is. Afro-like. He's got his most beautiful, brown skin. And diversity means to me that I would love my kids to see kids of all different races and colours and sizes on billboards, on the TV in real life. Like, I have a seven-year-old who's actually on he's frequently on YouTube. He's frequenting on different types of channels and he. That question came up to me a lot like, Mommy, why don't I be like, uh, Mommy, why don't I skin color like this one? Beautiful little boy, cute little girl that's on this magazine. Those are actually things that my kids have been noticing. I don't want them to pick up on things. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't ever want them to feel that they need mm-hmm. to fit in or they need to fit a they need to look a certain way for them to be successful. They need to look a certain way for to be on magazine covers or to feature pages like I, my seven-year-old one. You know, why I never post a lot about him on Instagram or why brands are, mommy, why do brands never ever send me?
0: And then I actually I to oh. explain
1: to him, it was quite difficult for me to explain, that my niche on my Instagram was basically babies and, and you are a big boy now. Yeah. And he's like, no, mommy, but they don't understand these things because what they see is what they take in. So yeah. Yeah. basically in my, in my sense, diversity, why diversity would be as important as it is to me right now is for my kids that would be all yeah
2: said i feel that for the future it is important diversity is important because it will shape our children's lifestyle choices um just to also add on that currently i do feel and nashita also mentioned this to me the other day it's so important for the consumers to see themselves through the brand so Mm. if you are not um if you're not executing diversity in your brand the person, some people on the street cannot foresee how they can have, how they can purchase from you because the brand doesn't suit their family or their needs or their look because you're only going for one way. And this goes for body positivity as well. If you have a brand that is only um marketing, you know, skinny jean woman, woman in skinny jeans, sorry, or um low cut shirts, short skirts, obviously a woman that is more conservative is not going to purchase from you. So you're actually cutting Hmm. your nose to spite your face by um, lowering the chances of, you know, better sales. So as a brand, I feel diversity is important so that people can actually globally want to purchase from you and not just one niche, one race or
0: one country
2: or one. Yeah. Mm,
0: Totally makes sense. So the big question is, how do we help brands become aware of what they're doing, Nishita? Maybe I'll start with you, and Ada, you can end it on that.
1: Okay. Um, so Ada has actually touched based on that on social media that we that brands need to make us more aware and. A very big part of the PR, basically. So maybe asking how I would, I would personally myself, I would love to get on board and have brands ask me the opinion of how they feel they can reach a more wider audience in a sense. Um, how mm-hmm. I could help? How I could show in my little multiracial family how we could, how they could reach. Um, a better audience and more people of color so how I feel we could help maybe in a sense of doing more research doing more polls uh, being a bit more open to people of color on social media in a sense so anything like on a research level on my end from my followers I'm willing to give off that stats to the brand, I'm willing to run little stories, I'm willing to do grid build. Um, mm-hmm. I feel that's more what I can do from my side from a social media perspective, how we could actually help brands and how people of colour would actually try and see them that they actually are trying to evolve because I somehow also feel that we need to give brands an opportunity to evolve. I feel that on this platform, we shouldn't just be shutting one another down and just disregarding the next because, oh, this is the way you've been doing things on your business profile for the past five years or six years or one year. Um, I feel that we should mm. give them an the opportunity to evolve in a sense. Like, we've been evolving with Black Lives Matter. Like, I feel that this is going to be a bandwagon. I don't want it to be something that's just going to die down a couple of months. And giving them free chance and free opportunity to try and diversify and try and show the consumers that they actually care about all people of color and that we are actually this big rainbow nation. Um Yeah, I feel that we should give and allow the brands the chance to show them that they can actually make something out of this and not just make it a trend for the next month or the next week or the next year for that matter, but for the generations to come. Because that's where I want our diversity and the change that we're trying to make lie with our kids and with their next generations to come.
0: Eddie, do you agree with us?
2: Um I agree a hundred percent. I want to just add on or rather query one of the things um Nash mentioned, which was um that she's willing to do the stories and everything um I salute her for that. um I think as bloggers and as influencers or content creators or whatever you want to call us, we are the middleman between let's just say the everyday mom looking to us for guidance and it and yeah. and and stuff versus the brand that is asking us. Who and how do we market our clients? How how best should we put out this product? So I feel we yes. are the middleman. But now I feel here we are doing the legwork. Are they listening? Mm. I have many yeah. I have many instances where I have tried to perhaps get in contact or get in touch, but you just another number. Mm. excuse me something just popped up on my computer (laughs) um sorry about Mm. that um so we've tried to i've tried to get in contact with brands and um you're just another number to them you're another blogger you're just someone looking for attention to them are they even Mm. listening because who are you you don't own a a global franchise you don't own a, a chain store of some kind so they don't see you as as valuable if that makes sense so that is my question is, yes, Nash, you know, we do all of this legwork for them, which is okay, and I'm happy to do it. But are they even listening? Do they want to know? So to answer your question, um, Sinead, how can we help brands become more aware of what they're doing? I feel that we need to speak up and share the concerns. I feel that um, it does not need to be a war, but a conscious effort does need to be made if we want to see change. And if change is expected, you can't expect Um, brand in question, business in question, restaurant in question, or whoever it is to change their ethics, their morals, their standards. If you are not going to say something about it and effect change, you cannot just leave a lovely little review on their Facebook change and think things are going to change. You need to make sure change is implemented. If that means like knocking on their door the following week and saying, hi, restaurant in question or brand in question, How have you implemented this change? Because if you are serious about the issue that you are fighting for, then you will run the race. Do you understand what I mean? Mm. If I'm serious about diversity and inclusivity for my kids, then I'm not just going to do one live and go to sleep and then move on to another topic and forget about it. I'm going to say, right, what's next? How do we tackle this issue? Right, do I need to be speaking to my kids' teachers? Do I need to be going to hypothetically saying the soccer club gymnastics and you know having a look at the at how things are run there is my kid feeling included or do I need to chat to da, da, da and so on and so on and so on? Do I need to start my own podcast? Do I need to you know whatever it may be? yeah how best so run the race? I think that we need to speak up and share the concerns
0: you brought up a valid point saying, are they actually listening or will they actually listen? Do you think that has to do with the people that are in charge where for them, it's like, okay, I'm just going to work with who I think mm. is the best content creators, <laughs> the best models for the campaign. And in my mind, I don't see a problem if, you know, we have the white picket fence or Mm -hmm. just one. And so the problem is actually quite bigger than we think it is because it's, it's a mindset that you're trying to change. And as you mentioned, if they listen or not, but okay. If that person quits the job, there's someone else coming in Mm -hmm. and we have our work responsibility to keep reminding the person in charge that hey you're forgetting something I don't think so I feel like as you mentioned brands need to educate themselves number one Mm -hmm. they need to see what's happening around the world I mean we are in 2020 there's so many things going on right now worldwide America is making a huge noise about it this has been a problem in South Africa like forever we always talk about it But it's time that brands do their work. And if they don't, they will lose us as consumers. And I think that's where we need to make noise. If we don't see ourselves in your brand, I'm moving on to the next brand.
1: Because
0: I want to see my kids in your brand or I want to see myself. I want to be comfortable with the brand that I'm living, sharing and marketing about. So you ladies brought up you know, very val- valid points. Uh, I just want to touch on, do you think if brands change this now, will it actually be sincere? Nash, let's start with you.
1: Okay. <laughs> so I think I've elaborated quite a bit on this before. I feel that brands, I think I made that post about weeks ago, a week ago. And according to, few of the content creators and bloggers um, that I have on my platform, brands has made conscious efforts to actually reach out to them, to aberrate, um, if it was only to chat a bit and say, thank you for the beautiful pictures. Um, I've heard that they have been reaching out. So to me, personally on a personal level without being content creator without being a little micro blogger that I am I feel that if it is that effort that they are making it means that they are listening and it means that they are willing to change so technically my answer that's a good start so that so technically yes basically that's what it is like it's a good start it's a foot in the door like you've mentioned now I really feel that brands need to realign the way that they think and the way they perceive social media, perceive in a sense of, it's not always about those beautiful, little, perfect blocks. It's not always yeah. about the person behind that account, but it's also about your audience. We need to start thinking about our followers. My followers mm, became that's... like my friends. And when they see my little girl in this, and <laughs> I don't know, maybe that it's... But I've had so many inboxes. Oh, my word, you do! Thought... I saw a similar dress to this at XYZ. I wasn't sure if I should have bought it, if the color was going to match her skin tone, if it was going to match her hairstyle. So I feel that that already is a breakthrough. It happened to me so many times that I've bought things online after seeing this perfect little dress online. I ordered it for my little girl. And when it got to me, it was not the quality the color that was misleading me, but it was actually that little girl in the picture that I saw online looked very far from what the picture actually looked like online so back to where you were going when you were saying we actually need to picture our kids in these items we need to picture ourselves wearing the jeans we need to picture ourselves sitting in this restaurant in this lounge or using that makeup I think brands really need to evolve sense of that places we actually had talk last night on another live on instagram where a very good content creator actually brought up saying that brands need to realign the way that they think or that they have been doing they only if for example Mm -hmm. this only works with the six bloggers that is where it's going to stay so whether there are seven brands under that umbrella through that PR company, only those six blogs get to work for those six brands because that's all they know. They like the aesthetic of the page or the, on a personal level, they actually get along more with that person um, or they know the person. There's a lot of factors that we should also take into consideration when this goes I think it actually boils down to the p r um, most of the times, this is not I personally don't think that this is what brands would want for their brand, but more mm-hmm. so the person in charge, if you get what I'm saying.
0: That's a interesting thing you brought up there Nash Eddie, maybe let's talk to you about this. Do you think p r s are lazy? And not doing research or has Nash mentioned it's just become of who I know who I trust 100% and if I do if I do use this person I know that you know they're going to give me value for my money and if that's the problem what do you think PRs should do going forward to try and make sure that they do work with a variety of different content creators and where can we actually find all these content
2: creators? 100% I think they are lazy. And I say that because there has never been a more wider source of information like there is now in the 21st century. I'm talking about Google. I'm talking about word of mouth. I'm talking about social media. Um, if you need to know something or if you need to find someone, believe you me, you can do it. So just sit there in your little bubble seek advice from your one blogger friend who is going to source you and give you all the information you need because that one blogger friend is in the industry. That for me, like you said, it's laziness. I feel that that is because it's, um, let's rub each other's backs. You know what I mean? Um, what I think needs to happen is, I think PR companies need to find, and I'm going to invoice you for all my wisdom, hey? (laughs) <laughs> just teasing. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Um, what I think needs to happen is South Af- um PR companies need to find what is relevant to South Africa. My example to this would be hypothetically. Let's take any brand, any clothing brand, or any coffee brand, or any restaurant. Let's say Eid okay. is coming up, which is obviously like um, the okay. the Muslims' Christmas, right? So Eid okay. is coming up, yeah. or Eid is come is it's next week or whatever the case is. Let us target. Or chat to some of our Islamic um, community and how we can make them feel on their special occasion. How can we celebrate them during the occasion? Okay, it is um, a Jewish holiday, you know. It's Christmas. Uh, What else is is important to South Africa, be it um, Heritage Day? What marks the South African heritage? Um, So find what is, if your market is South Africa, find what is relevant to South Africa and saturate that market. So, for example, if it's youth day, target the youth that you follow. Don't go to the big bloggers and say, oh, um, please give away T-shirts that are or promote T-shirts that are between the ages of 12 and 18, you know, let's say uh, Star Wars yeah. or whatever. No, don't do that. Why don't you target you, the youth that you follow? I mean, it's not difficult to do a post and say we're looking for top 5 biggest supporters of our sock company um that are between the ages of x and y and z and then you ask them we'd love to you know shine a spotlight on you guys um at your high schools Tell us what is so, um, amazing about being 18 or, you know, something like that. So find what is relevant mm. to the South African, um, market at that given time or whatever's coming up. And then you saturate that. That would be my advice to PR. Um, that way you can make, you can make black people feel inclusive when it comes to, let's say a cultural holiday or, something or the other you can make white people feel um you know celebrated when it comes to maybe darker tones of clothing because they look better on white skin i'm just saying hypothetically or hair products that way you can make mm. um, Hinduism, Hindu people feel celebrated because it's, it's Diwali or whatever the situation is, whether it be Jews, whether it be 12 year olds, 18 year olds, yes. whether it's pen, whether it's pension day. I'm, I, I don't even know if that's a day. I'm just, you know, I'm thinking of the top of my head, yeah. you know, celebrate the old people. Why don't you get some of the grannies to come in? Like I love what Woolworths do. Um, you know, when it's Mother's Day and Father's Day, they don't take bloggers. They take real people. And they they put they shine a the spotlight on real families, real mothers on mothers, Day, real fathers. They don't only use bloggers, you know. Come on, like yeah, that is how you see. That is how you allow your your clients and your consumers to to literally live through your brand, and then you be relevant to everybody.
0: Okay. On on that note, as you mentioned, example, Woolworths did a brilliant campaign for Mother's Day and Father's Day, but here's the thing. <laughs> Wilworths decide what Wilworths wants to do in South Africa, right? For a lot of these brands, there's an international head office that decides what content is going Mm. to be shared on Instagram or Facebook or what content should be promoted over a certain Mm. period. Even some of these international offices decide which bloggers or content creators they want to work with in different countries. So. For me, we have to look at the big picture. Has in there's a communication problem between, you know, head office and offices around the world, etc. Um, is it fair to actually put so much of responsibility on distributors or just you know the offices that are handling a certain country or city, but have to go through various channels before they get approval for a big campaign. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, Sinead, I know this is completely off topic, but I've been hearing us going back and forth about the brands and I just need to touch on another thing quickly. Most of these brands that I've been noticing has been doing this was actually the local brands our local South African born and bred, Mm handmade brands are actually the ones that are not even practicing this diversity through the eyes of South Africans, if you know what I mean. Yes. Wow. And that was very disappointing to see. I was so disappointed. I was sad to think that this is actually brands that I invest my money in, that I encourage my followers to invest money in. It's also the same brand that's been reaching out and asking, please share my post, or mm. please just give it a like, or please refer friends and family to our store. You need me as a consumer, you need my money, you'd like me to buy the product, but unfortunately my brown skin little girl or boy might not be good enough to be featured on your page. It, they sold that boundary. I feel that I was so focused and fixated on the local brand aspect because they are the ones that had so much to say about the Black Lives Matter. And I mean, the funny thing mm. was a couple of days after my post, I went back and all of these pages and there were children of colour all over. How did that happen? Wow. So you intentionally knew. The only thing that upset me about it after the whole aftermath of my post was the fact that you knew you were doing something wrong and you tried to correctify it after you spoke, after it was shared, or after you knew what the big stir-up was in social media, you felt the need to share children of color. Only then you acknowledged what you did was wrong. Can I step in? All the time. Yeah.
2: I just wanted to say on that note, this is exactly why I would have answered Sinead and said, I do not think that brands, if they had to change their their system now, they would not be um, sincere because (laughs) race, sexuality, culture, cultural differences, they go back many, many years. And the issue has been publicized extensively. If you haven't felt the need to be inclusive before, now would not make you any more genuine. Um, I do understand that any change is good nonetheless. I respect that. But I'm just going to give you an example of, um, I know this is off topic, but um, let's say multiracial relationships. If you, mm. if you specifically had this r- rule or law that as a white person, you'd never date a black person or as a black person, you'd never date a Chinese person or a colored or whatever. If you had that rule and then suddenly you feel like, ah oh, you know what? There's nothing wrong with it. Let me just, just my data, another person of another race. That's really not, that's not genuine because in your heart, you should have felt open to anything mm. at that you know always before beforehand prior to this whole um uproar of black lives matter and so uh, the same is with the brands you should have seen these little black and brown babies and yellow and orange babies and purple and green babies you should have seen them bef- them before and said wow look at Nishita's little brown curly haired kid oh she needs to feature on my page man she's so cute and really she is really cute so why has she not been you know, <laughs> Nishita's Nishita's posted wonderful content, great um resolution images, um clear um the product is front and center of focus. Why has she has her baby not been featured? For example, I've specifically seen, and this is not me being jelly, but I have specifically seen that some of my posts have been very similar to other people's posts who are perhaps sponsored by different brands. Now, my kids aren't brown really they're very fair in complexion but my point is to say if you never felt open to them before why are you suddenly open to them now no you're trying to prove a point that you're not so bad you know what I mean so I don't I want to I want to just say to Nishita on that topic this is exactly what I would have said it would not be genuine but yes like you said how all of a sudden do you now have brown children everywhere no man (laughs) I mean, it's good. It is good. This is what we're asking brands to do. So we need to yeah. we need to thank them for it. We need to make yeah. a fuss about it and say, "Okay, you're listening. Okay, cool. This is what we want. You know, it is good. But in the back of my mind, I'm going, mm.
0: <laughs> okay. So yes, you're going. Mm, this is not sincere. <laughs> but then, how do they move forward? Because if you know, if you're not going to accept. That they are gonna start doing this. Do you expect an apology from the no. transfer saying, Okay, I'm sorry that I shouldn't I haven't done this and going forward I am going to do it? Or do you think that maybe they should do a campaign around the topic since there's been so much talk, you know, about Black Lives Matter worldwide? Do you think that South African brands should step up to the plate and say, Yes, I made a mistake? but now I've learned about the topic and this is what I'm going to do going forward. How are we going to go forward from this? Are we ever going to go forward from this and what can they do to actually say, okay, I I, I'm educated Mm. now.
2: I, I do think that um, it is a journey and I do think that it's something that's going to take a lot of time but um, they, we need to be more open and more welcoming and more forgiving and all of those things um, it's just obviously you know from our perspective it's been a long long time that we felt this way it's been a long time that we've endured and I'm talking about we I'm saying all black people all colored people I'm speaking about all yeah. people of color in general it's been a, it's been a long road for us so it's not just an easy oh okay yeah no problem you're forgiven but um in the spirit of christ-like behavior or you know walking in love we should be forgiving um i think that how we move on from this is collectively to see change and not just for the next week. As you know, like with the, um, with the, um, Unene situation, well, not situation, but with her passing, Mm -hmm. um, there was a loud uproar with, um, femicide and that movement. Are we, is it, are we next? When are we next? Yeah. Yeah. That movement slowly quietened down after about what a month. And I'm not saying harp on the negative aspects of South African, um, culture or, or crime. I'm not saying harp on it forever and post about it every single day, but I just feel like there's a loud uproar. And then after a month, it goes quiet and people don't say anything about mm. it. So I think it's something that needs to be a continuous fight from brands to say, okay, not just for the month of, um, June, we'll continue involving influencers or bloggers or, or just general consumers that are of color, that are of ah. different religions, that are of different ethnicities and all that kind of stuff. It needs to be a consistent thing. And, um, like you said, we need to start seeing change now. No more beating around the bush. Um, I myself haven't seen much change. Um, I've had one or two, um, brands get in touch with me and say, okay. Um, you know, this is why we haven't been inclusive, but, um, you can share your suggestions moving forward. But I felt like it was not very genuine because they didn't say, we're so sorry. I don't I do not expect an apology, but I feel like what they should have said to me was, Hey, Adie, you know what? Thanks so much for, you know, alerting us to the situation. Please help us. It was like, just share your suggestions. You know, we're not saying we're going to do it, but yeah, uh, they rather, um, giving me excuses as to why they are, have been so, um, um why they have been the way they've been and I just feel like there's no excuse um your heart should have been open to everyone in South Africa not just the white people or not just the blacks or not just you know like that so yeah i feel like it's a it's yeah. a long road and uh, we have to be forgiving but we need to see real change now and i'm not talking about inviting one a colored blogger onto your platform or, or posting one black baby onto your page or one Chinese Mm. baby. And also the other thing I just want to say before I forget, this is not a white and black thing. People seem Mm. to think it's a white and black. thing. This is a colored thing. This is an Indian thing. This is a Hindu thing. This is a Chinese thing. This is a Japanese thing. I don't see any Asian kids on any social media platforms. And I know a few, trust me. I know that there are a lot of South African born, um Asian children it's got nothing to do with yeah. just white and black it's just general inclusivity yeah,
1: yeah. people of color diversity, diversity yeah, yeah.
0: Um, this has definitely been an interesting conversation with you too <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just I, I would just like to touch on that with you saying like are we ever going to go forward and how are we going to go forward I feel I'm a bit more on the positive side, so I feel we should give brands that leeway and that Mm. pathway to accept and come on board with diversity. I feel we should give them that chance to evolve because how are we ever going to go forward? I don't expect brands to do Mm. an apology. Yeah. But what I do expect brands to do is to acknowledge, even if it's only to themselves, if it's only to their PR team, if it's only to the HODs that they're actually going to open it. Look, we have been at fault. This is how it looks. This is what it is. It's a black and white thing. Or this is as clear as daylight that we've been doing something wrong. If they do it amongst one another, even that's all that I need. I just need not me as in myself, but I just feel that they owe it to all people of colour just to take that acknowledgement and say, look, this is how we're going to go forward. This is how we're going to be doing things from 2020 onwards. And we want to include everyone who want to make, like you were touching on the Woolworths thing, like how Woolworths makes everyone feel like they're a part of the campaign. I've never seen, to be quite honest with you, I've never seen Like a chubby little overweight girl or boy in any magazine or in any online brochure of a store. Like Mm -hmm. playing in the park or just on the jungle gym or just running. That is also a part of it. That is a Mm -hmm. part like they they signalizing so many things that our kids are noticing. And that, mm. that is just how they are going to grow up. So I really, do, I really think that brands need to step up to their plate. And local brands in specific, the ones that are counting on the, the very same South Africans that they are pushing aside, not noticing are the very same people that are putting those bread and butter down on their tables for them. I feel that they have so much to do our local brands in South Africa, like they really owe it to the people of color, honestly.
0: Well said. To wrap this up, I just want to get a feel. You ladies did the Instagram live, and I mm-hmm. know you had a ton of comments and suggestions. Maybe just sum up, like what are other content creators saying? Were there brands involved in the live? What did they say? You know, wh- what are people saying about this? Like ever since that, you know, you brought this out on on Instagram, in your circle.
2: Do you want to go first, Ash? No, you can go, Adi. <laughs> Okay. Um, to be fair, not fair. To be honest, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Um, I received a ton of DMs, um, and messages privately. And then when it um about people sharing their rage or anger and frustrations, and yeah, me too. And I saw this and I saw that, and I'm not buying from the whatever. And then when it came to the live, I saw maybe I don't know a quarter of all those people speaking up. Um, it's just my opinion also, but um, I feel that, I feel that a lot of people are scared of confrontation. I feel that they don't want to burn bridges, which is totally understandable. Not everybody is, um, kind of a warrior in, on the sense, um, people are scared of being bullied or they are scared of being singled out. I do understand that. And it is warrant because it's not an easy atmosphere at this stage right now, you know, in the circle, but, um, yeah. So what, what was said though, the, the few comments that was mentioned was people were saying, okay, cool. Yes. 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 But now what now? Okay. How, how do we go forward? Okay. So what must we do? Tell us. People were messaging me saying, okay, look, I, I'm, I only got half of it, but what is the step forward? You know, are we marching? Are we, you know, are we, what are we doing? Yeah. Like put a plan in action. And, um, again, I just said, guys, you know, speak up say what you want to say. Don't hide behind me. If you feel something, message the brand directly. And I think, I think confidence will grow when people start, you know, taking the matter seriously and moving on. So, so yeah, so there were some questions where people just said, okay, what do we do moving forward? But there was a lot of uh, people agreeing with what we had to say. I didn't see or hear any um, people contradicting what we said or anyone, you know, um, Coming against what we said. So that was really good. We were somewhat relevant.
1: People saying okay. it was about time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, from my side, about the brands, I also feel that we as consumers and bloggers and content creators also need to keep in mind that not every picture that every mother posts is going to be relevant. Sure. To the brand or to the aesthetic. It's not going to be of that better quality that they can post to the online stores or that they will choose to post on their page because we have to look at it. You we shop with our eyes. So if something looks good and the color is popping and the contrast is there and it's a cute little angle, you want that t shirt you want that blocks for your child because of how mm. cute this baby looks at actually sitting down and playing with it so we also need to take into consideration that even though I think I have the foremost on this planet <laughs> quite <laughs> frankly to an ex-person they might not be as beautiful I might think that oh my word this side that I just got in this angle that I got in of this picture of sorry, is so beautiful but When I do tag the brand and they don't repost it, I need to also take my responsibility and reflect Mm -hmm. back, okay, was my background a bit offish? Was the Mm -hmm. color not popping? Or was the picture blur? So they also do spend time. And then I know they do spend a ton of money on curating their feeds and running their websites. It costs them money as well. So we need to take that into consideration that not everything we do is going to be good enough unfortunately Mm. for anyone um, we need to take into consideration that they're also running businesses that we can't just expect them to be posting our kids left, Mm. right and centre not my kids or not Shanae's kids or not Adi's kids, Mm. everyone's kids in general, Mm -hmm. we don't know how many times a day white people for that matter has been tagging brands in content that they don't Mm repost, if you know what I'm saying so we also need to take that into consideration
0: Can't believe that was episode four of Drinks with Shan. If you are enjoying this podcast, please do share the link with a friend or a family member and let's grow the listenership. I just want to thank you for all your support and love thus far. You can connect with me on Instagram at VJ and let's discuss today's topic because it definitely was an interesting one. If you are a brand that wants to get in touch and share your thoughts on this specific topic, please do feel free to reach out. Ramona Mahadio is an entrepreneur who is also the mom of a kid pioneer, Kiara Mahadio. We catch up with her to find out how the entrepreneurship bug caught the entire family and how Girl Tivity was created. The Girl Tivity box is a unique subscription box to remind girls about just how amazing they are to inspire girls between the ages of three and 12 and to celebrate fearless women who helped make the world better.